Essence of Tea, episode 54. Welcome. You are listening to the Essence of Tea podcast, where we share about the world of tea with you. From tea tastings to tea history and culture to tea education, health, and wellness, the Essence of Tea is your tea companion through your personal transformation and growth. I'm your host, Jenny Jie. Now let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Essence of Tea podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Jie, and today we're going to be talking about recharging, refocusing, and reconnecting through tea. And today I have a special guest, Ceci Ventura, yes. right? Um, with B Blends. I just want to make sure that I pronounced her name right because right most of the time I don't pronounce my last <laughs> name because most people can't pronounce it. So, um, but Stacey Ventura with B Blends, and she'll be sharing about her experiences of what it means as an entrepreneur to refocus, recharge, and reconnect. Welcome, Stacey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm happy to be here. And, um, you know, when, you know, we were talking and, and I know you love tea, obviously, and I love tea. So it was like an easy connection for me to make because tea plays such like a central role in my life. So I just felt like, you know, it was a great connection. Um, yeah. What are you drinking today? Like what's your go-to? Okay. So here it is. I have my Christmas mug still. Um, (laughs) it's okay. Yeah. My go-to is peppermint tea. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I kind of, um, went that direction other than I am very sensitive to caffeine. So when other people were like, grabbing the coffee, I can't, I don't really have that go-to. Um, and I needed something that, you know, was going to kind of like be refreshing and give me like a little pick me up without the caffeine. Um, because caffeine makes me like crazy. Um, and so I, I just tried peppermint because I, you know, peppermint is refreshing and I just fell in love with it. And so I have, that's like my go-to every day, every morning I start my day with peppermint tea and every night I finish my day with peppermint tea. And I think my kids think I'm very boring (laughs) and, uh, you know, they're there and, and we do try other teas and I'm not, it's not the only tea I drink, but it's just my favorite. So wherever I go, I know that, you know, if all else fails, the peppermint is my go-to. Nice. Well, this today I am drinking rooibos, which is also caffeine free and it's great for people who have allergies actually. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah, it acts as a natural antihistamine. So whenever people have any sort of like inflammation type of situation where there can be inflammation in their body, I always highly recommend the rooibos. Um, It's caffeine free. So it's an herbal also, and it's from South Africa. It's only grown in South Africa. But like if you've got seasonal allergies, you know, with springtime coming up, um, if you've got indigestion, um, problems like it just kind of settles your stomach it's so powerful that like almost any cell it touches on contact even on your skin like I put it on my mosquito bites and it's um stops it itching like right away like I'll have I'll make my cup of rooibos and then I'll go grab like a paper towel put it in here just to soak it because your your skin is the largest organ of your body and And things absorb through your skin. So I'll put it there or if I have canker sores. So 
I've always had canker sores since I was a kid, like really bad. My mom said I had to go to the hospital one time when I was a baby because like my whole throat had them. I don't know what happened. But um, so usually when I get really stressed, I'll start getting like a canker sore. And right. so instead of taking Ambisol or whatever those weird things or gurgling with salt water, I'll drink rooibos. Just drinking it like on contact, it numbs it right away. Really? I had absolutely no idea. Yeah. It's really, really strong. Very powerful. If you're caffeine sensitive, there's no caffeine in it. Right. That so. is one of the go-tos. Like when we go to a tea house, I always go to the rooibos because I know that I can do those as well. Now, is that just plain rooibos or is there some kind of, is it mixed with something? Oh, no, no, this is plain. I mean, okay. you could get vanilla rooibos, which would just be flavored rooibos, which would still be just as potent. But once you start adding things, like you add mint, we have one that's called Northern Serenity that has rooibos, um, mint, like peppermint specifically, cacao nibs, okay. and some vanilla in it. You start changing the ratio, like the effectiveness, the right. potency. Okay, so you have less, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the Northern Serenity, we always recommend for people with influenza, like the flu, because okay. the peppermint helps clear up your sinuses too. And right. that rooibos helps bring down the swelling. So when people come in and they're like, oh, I'm really sick, you yeah. know? <laughs> we're like, okay, Northern Serenity it is. Right, right, right. I heard oh my gosh. Great for me. I'm like, okay. I'm so <laughs> intrigued right now about this. I want to like go buy some right now, just because I had no idea that it had such powerful properties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great go-to for, I mean, most of South Africa drinks it. It's like, it is right. their tea. They'll add milk and sugar to it, just like the British do, because South Africa used to be a colony of the British right, right. Empire. But yeah. um, I drink mine plain because I drink more of like sort of traditional way, like a tea, um, like a Chinese tea drinker drinks most things plain and straight. And right. then do you drink your peppermint with anything or just straight? Just straight. Yeah. I, you know, the funny thing is that growing up, um, my family was, well, my mom was always a big tea drinker too, but she drank Lipton tea. So like, you know, just the, the Lipton tea bags is what I grew up with, with, um, milk and sugar in there. So that's sort of like how I was introduced to tea. And then, and my grandmother drank it like that. And I used to have go have tea with my grand, my grandparents. Um, but then as I like grew up, I just, I don't, I don't prefer, I don't, I don't, I'm not a milk drinker anyway. So I just like my tea plain. Occasionally I will put a little honey in my tea. Sometimes if I'm just, you know, maybe if I have a sore throat or if I have allergies or something, just to get a little honey in me. Um, but I typically just drink it, you know, definitely in the morning, I just drink it plain just because I, I actually fast until about 11, 1130. So I don't have any like sugar or anything to eat prior to that time. So I just drink my tea plain. Um, and then at night, you know, sometimes I'll put a little honey in if I just, you know, I'd say once or twice, one, one or two nights out of the week, I'll add honey, but typically just, I just like it straight. So. Yeah. Well, I think it's so interesting. I'm telling you about like the, the rooibos and putting it on your skin. Cause one of our customers, she just got her PhD in wildlife biology and she came up with a lip balm that we sell on our, our website. And she put, being one of our university tea specialist certification um, students, so we have a tea certification program for people to become certified tea specialists. She took the knowledge that she knew because she's really scientific yeah. and she's a runner and always had cracked bleeding lips. 
like she she'd try lip balms that were like a couple dollars all the way to medicated ones and specially yeah. medicated ones that were over a hundred dollars a little tiny you know um yeah yeah thing and she's like it doesn't work like nothing works I'm gonna try what you teach us in the certification program and I'm right. gonna make my own formalization and granted I don't teach her how to make you know lip balm or salve or anything like that she looked it up and she created an extract from the rooibos leaves or the rooibos pieces it's just like as of the straight up tea and then she buys it from us from our website and then she started making it and she said um because the winter time is even worse for dried you know dry skin and she's a runner too so she's breathing a lot yeah and she's like it works it totally works in fact it reversed it it healed it instead of just maintaining the cracked lips it was actually healing yeah her lips and so yeah we sell some of it on our website and our store too now but I mean she came up with it herself like I didn't tell her or encourage her to do that but the reason why I'm saying that and why it's it's interesting that I'm drinking rooibos today because it totally was not on purpose I was just drinking what I had (laughs) out already was you you have a natural products line right I do right yes yeah do you want to tell us about that and what you do so we make um all natural bath and body products we make soy candles and then some aromatherapy jewelry I have some of the bracelets on right now um and uh, it all stemmed from um, my husband was diagnosed with cancer, I guess about, let me think here, 16, 17 years ago. And um, I had just had our, we had, I, we just had our daughter two weeks prior to that. So two weeks after our first daughter was born, he was diagnosed with cancer. And I was like, you know, incredibly hormonal at the time and had this brand new baby. And I, and he has no cancer in his family anywhere. So I started thinking like, how in the world does someone who has no history of cancer, just like, you know, he was young and, and he has cancer. And I started doing research and seeing that a lot of the things that we were using in our house, putting on our body, things that we were breathing, um, you know, things that we were using to clean the house, all of those things can be really dangerous and caustic and, um, you can have a lot of negative effects on our body. And so I just, I wanted to clean the house out of all of that junk. You know, I wanted to get rid of it. I, like I said, I have a brand new baby and now I have a husband who has cancer and I just wanted to create like the safest, um, cleanest environment that I could for them. And so I just, you know, again, I was hormonal. So like a mad woman, I'm like running through my house, like ripping things out of the closet and you know, like throwing them away. Like I will never use this again. Um, and then I, was, you know, trying to find better alternatives, but everything's very expensive. Um, natural alternatives tend to be very expensive or they're not very effective or they, you know, claim to be better for you. But when you, you actually get down and read the ingredients, there's a lot of things hidden in there that aren't so good for you. So I just thought like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of take this into my own two hands and see what I can do. So I just started making like a few things. I started with, you know, like our, um, body and linen spray. And then I did a, made a few essential oil blends and then made lip balm. Um, and then it's kind of like progressed. I started giving them out to people. I'm a reflexologist. So I would give the, the, you know, my clients, like some of the things that I was making just to try. 
And people started coming back and saying like, oh my gosh, I love the lip balm. Do you have any more? And I would just give more out. And then eventually, you know, my husband was like, you probably should start charging people, you know, cause I was just making, <laughs> like, making things and giving it out and making more and giving it out. Um, and so I thought, all right, well, you know, maybe there's something here because people kept coming back and asking and it kind of just grew from there. And now we make, you know, deodorant, um, natural deodorant, we have lotion, we have, um, oh gosh, like a lot, you know, all the same body products that we started with, we still have those, but we've just, you know, we have a linen laundry and linen spray. Um, and, um, and then we ventured into soy candles very reluctantly. I didn't want to do candles, but people kept asking me. And so now like we source like the cleanest ingredients that we can to make candles. Our candles do still have fragrance in them. Um, because it, the, using the fragrance is actually safer for candles than using essential oils. Um, because the, the essential oils are combustible and yeah, they actually can, can turn carcinogenic when you burn them, but the fragrance oils are made to be burned. So, but we, we use only phthalate free fragrance. We use all soy candles, um, cotton wicks. Um, and so we, we try to create the safest, cleanest candles and body products that we can. Um, and I just want people to, be able to have like a better alternative that is effective, but also very, um, you know, easy uh, on the wallet. And it's not going to like break the bank, just trying to keep your family healthy. Because the, one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted people to be able to afford it. It doesn't make sense for me to make it if nobody can afford to buy it. Um, so I wanted to keep everything very affordable. So that's really what I've tried to do. And um, you know, it's going, it's going well so far. Uh, and you know, we're always like looking for new recipes for things or, um, you know, ways that we can like, uh, things that we can, we can make. I'm like super, so intrigued about the rooibos right now. Like I want to yeah. go make some products with, the, you know, um, I'm going to try the, I'm going to try your lip balm just because I, you know, I'm, I'm very intrigued about it. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's the company and that's what we do. And, um, we have a, uh, brick and mortar, we have a little boutique. Um, and then we also sell online and we also sell wholesale. So our products are sold like throughout the country. So where are you located? Oh, and what's your company called? So the company is B blends. Um, we are in, um, just like North of Baltimore, Maryland. So okay. on the East coast, um, yeah, just North of Baltimore. So that is very East coast. Like very, yeah. Well, opposite of Alaska. <laughs> Total like, opposites. Oh. Yeah. Total <laughs> opposites. Um, yeah, I've lived, I've lived in Maryland my whole life and, um, you know, we, we've, my husband and I have thought about like moving, um, Texas is the place that we would, but I, I'm such like an East coast person. It would be so hard for me to move away. You know, I've, I've lived like very close to the ocean my whole life. Um, so I love the ocean. I love the water. So, you know, well, then you have to move to the ocean side of Texas. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like sometimes there's storms and what they call it, hurric hurricanes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah um, we have, yeah, sometimes, but yeah, well, that's really cool. I mean, so you took this thing of like, okay, first of all, you're a mom and you're always been a tea drinker and you use that to reset, like, were you drinking more tea at the time when you're like dealing with this or were you kind of like consuming less tea when you're dealing with your husband having cancer? I mean, like where, you know, in the routine was tea drinking because some people drink less, 
when they're under a lot of stress or, you know, that that's not their focus. And some people make it a habit and a purpose to hold on to something traditional of just like making themselves a cup of tea. Right. So, yeah. So that's me. So when I would say when everything was going with my husband and when times get stressful, you know, in life in general, um, I like tea is my go-to. Um, I just, I use it in the morning to kind of like start my day. So I feel like it's a ritual for me. Um, it, like I said, I don't drink coffee. So like the first thing I have in the morning is my cup of tea. I feel like it recharges me. It, you know, just helps to like set the day and put the day on a good note. And it's something that like, I know I'm going to do every day. So I wake up, I do my workout. Typically it's yoga, some uh, treadmill yoga, and then I meditate and I have my tea and it's just, I sit there with my tea and I start doing a little bit of work. And then throughout the day I have, you know, I drink water, but I also, if I'm feeling stressed, I grab a cup of tea. If I feel like my stomach is a little nervous, I grab a cup of tea. If I'm feeling like, you know, my food's not digesting well, I grab a cup of tea. It's sort of like my go-to for everything. Um, and then the same way, like at the end of the day, I have my cup of tea to just kind of like wind down. Um, again, it's like a ritual for me. And so I feel like it helps to settle my dinner and it helps to like, I don't know, like for me to refocus and like, just, I don't know, just, just bring myself down and get ready for the next day. And I've, so I have found that for me, it's definitely a go-to. It's also a way that I reconnect with my mom and a way that I connect with my kids. So I have my kids, actually, I have three girls. They are um, 15, um, 12 and 11. And um, they, I have found that they, you know, gravitate towards tea as well, because that's, that's just what, you know, I've, I've always had tea around. So my middle daughter loves tea and has tea almost every day. Um, my youngest daughter, she, well, my middle daughter loves lemon tea. That's her thing. My youngest daughter loves peppermint. Um, and then my oldest daughter, she kind of just, she tries a bunch of different teas, but one of the things that we love to do together is we love to go to the tea house and just try different teas. And we actually went on Friday. Um, my mom came with us. So it's like a fun thing for us to do. And I love that when I say to my kids, you know, do you want to, you know, you want to do something fun? They're like, oh, let's go have tea. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just a fun thing for us to do. We go and they have like, you know, this extensive menu of tea and we pick different ones out and then everybody gets a pot and we all like try everybody's tea. And it's just a fun experience for us. It's something that we love to do. Um, And my mom comes with us now. My sister will come if she's available. So yeah, I just feel like it's, um, it's been like a really good way for me to decompress and set the tone for the day and bring closure to the day and kind of like everything in between, you know, it's, it's, um, I go through peppermint tea, like crazy, just (laughs) really, because, you know, and like I said, sometimes I stray and, and I'll try this tea or that tea, but I always come back to peppermint. I just don't know why it's, it's comforting to me. It's, um, I just love everything about it. So yeah, and you were saying that you you like to essentially reconnect with your kids. Okay, so you have a teenager, you have like yeah. a tween, or wait, how old is she? 11? So I, my one is about to be 16, and then the other one is about to be 13, yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting because you would think, oh, why would they want to hang out with mom? Like they got their own friends or yeah. whatever they do on their devices or, right, right. you know, yeah. like, but they're like, oh, let's have fun and have a tea time. Like, yeah, that's so sweet that, you know, you can get together with your family. So then grandma's there too. Maybe yeah. the auntie's there right. and, and you're just spending time with each other. What do you, as an entrepreneur, how much do you value that reconnection time that, I mean, granted, some of your daughters help you with the business too, but like value that outside time of, yeah. of work. It's, it's super important. I mean, I think it's super important for everyone, but as an entrepreneur, I think it's even more important because as you know, work can be like all consuming sometimes. And you know, I find myself working a lot and my, and that's the way my kids have grown up. They, I've always from when they were, you know, little, I've always had my own business. So, um, that's just, they, they come and they work with me. Um, we homeschool. So they, you know, when I'm doing my work or if I'm, you know, in a meeting, they're sitting there doing their work. Um, when I go into my warehouse, they, we have, they have their own like little office that they go into and then they sit there and they do their schoolwork. If we go to the store, they help me in the store. They can work the register or they help me tag things or, you know, whatever. I mean, they help package orders. So they're very much like immersed in the business, but I think that that's even makes it more important for us to like step away and take time. Like we did on Friday where I say like, okay, nope, we're not working. We're not doing school. Like we're going to go just do something fun. And really, I'm, um, you know, it, tea is just something that we've really like fell into that we just have, you know, it's fun because we get to, we get to dress up and like, you know, they, they wear like a dress and they feel fancy, um, you know, and, and I, and I'm like holding on to it as long as possible because they are, <laughs> they are like 16 and 13 and 11 and you know, and I just want to like, hold on to it. Cause I know like they, they probably won't want to like go to tea time with me forever. Um, I hope they do, but they, you know, as they get older, they're going to do their own things, but I'm just loving that. They love to do that with me right now. And, um, you know, it's important for us to step away and take a little time to do things like that. You know, sometimes it's hard to fit it in, but it's important to do that. Yeah. That sounds amazing. So you're a mom, a homeschooling mom, um, yes. you're an entrepreneur yes. and you've got three girls, three girls. You're helping raise. And now how is your husband doing? Like he's I'm guessing great. Yes, he's great. He, um, has been cancer-free for 15 years, over 15 years. Um, and he, he's doing great. And, um, he's a police officer. He's a canine officer. So oh, wow. that's a lot yeah. of stress. He works a lot. Yeah. It's stressful. Um, but you know, it's, um, it's good. Like everything he, he's doing great. He helps with the business a lot too. So the poor guy, he works, his <laughs> job, he works his job, which is over 40 hours a week. And then when he's off of his job, he comes and works in the family business, you know, which sometimes it's hard to escape from. So I feel like the poor guy never gets any rest, but he's, he loves working with us. And, um, you know, he wouldn't, well, I don't, I would say he wouldn't have it. Maybe he would have it a different way, but you know, this is how things are right now. And he's more than happy to pitch in wherever he can and help out. So I'm very grateful for that. Wow. So was he a police officer when he had cancer then when he yes. found out? Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. That's just yeah. adds on to like 
Yeah. Well, is he a, dr- a tea drinker too or not really? No, he's a coffee drinker. So okay. yeah. yeah, I mean, occasionally he will have a cup of tea. Like if he's not feeling well, I'll make, you know, or if he's like super stressed, but it's typically like here, I made you a cup of tea. I'm giving it to him. Like it's not really his go-to, uh-huh. um, you know, which is funny because like his grandmother is, um, is English. Well, was English. So she's passed away, but so, but actually two of his grandmothers. So he has that like in his blood. Um, but he's not really, he's not a teacher. He goes straight for the coffee, like as much caffeine as possible. (laughs) I wonder if he'd be interested in a thousand mile tea because my husband doesn't drink much tea either. I mean, he drinks tea because he's in the business now, but, um, and he has to taste test everything and, you know, and educate customers. Right. But when we first met, he thought he was a green tea drinker. Well, it turns out. So like when we're starting to hang out before we got married, he came into my tea house and bought a bunch of green tea because he thought he liked green tea, almost a hundred dollars worth of green tea, took it home, made it. And he was like, nope, 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 none of that. Like, he's like, oh, I apparently don't like green tea. I think it's because the green tea I bought at the grocery store was a really low quality green tea. Right. I actually like black tea. And not just black tea, but his favorite, actually, I'm wearing a shirt fueled by a thousand mile. Is I don't know, familiar with that. Yeah. So our thousand mile tea is our most famous and most popular blend. It's actually a blend and okay. it's a black and white tea blend that I made okay. for the Yukon Quest dog sled race. Okay. So it's the official tea of the Yukon Quest dog sled race going on 14 years, I think about. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be a one-time donation. It was at all the checkpoints and dog drops along the route from Alaska to Canada. And what happened was um, we had a very charismatic musher who decided that he was gonna start drinking Thousand Mile all the time. He tried it during the race. It was his first race. Um, going a thousand miles in the wilderness. And then he knew that we sponsored it. So he thought it was a regular tea we carried. So every other month, and he lives off the grid, completely off the grid, um, like out in a remote area. So when he came to town, he would come into the store and ask for this tea. Well, I don't want to tell him I didn't sell it. So I would just go in the back and make it kind of like you, like your friends or your patients or whoever. You're like, you're making the lip balm. You're making the whatever. Okay, I'll go make some more. I'll just go whip some up, yeah. Yeah, and he has this huge following because he's like Mr. Congeniality, super friendly, very helpful kind of person. So then, then before I knew it, like volunteers and sponsors of him would come into the store like, yeah, I know this musher and he loves this tea that you have. Like, do you have any of it? And I'm like, um, okay, yeah, hold on a second. Because <laughs> we didn't sell it. So I'd go yeah. back, blend a little tiny batch and sell it to them. I don't even know what I sold, them, sold it for because <laughs> I didn't price it out or anything. Right. And then I'm like, they're going to forget about it. Right. And my employees are like, these people keep coming in, Jenny. Like, are you going to tell them that we don't actually make it? Like, it's not a a regular thing. I'm like, I don't know. Like, maybe they'll forget by next racing season. And then then it ended up being a full year. And the race director was like, we're going to have our tea. Right. Like, we need the caffeine. We have to have this caffeine. I'm like, I wasn't planning on it, but I sure, you know, anything, yeah. 
Yeah, anything to help our local community because we are either the start or the finish of this race in our hometown. Okay. So, and dog mushing is our state's sport, I guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and and Fairbanks, where I live, um, Fairbanks, Alaska, is the uh, dog mushing capital of the world, I guess. Like, I mean, I just grew up with dog mushing everywhere. Um, but anyway, so then after that, then it was like featured on the news and NPR. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then just blew up. I'm like, okay, we need to put a label on this thing and, and name it something. But we have people from all over the world and all over the country who buy this thousand mile tea. And Brian drinks it all the time. Like he's either drinking coffee or he's drinking thousand mile and the thousand mile, he won't add any milk or sugar to it. He'll just drink it plain because okay. it just tastes good no matter what. It naturally tastes sweet because of the white tea and that's in there. It's got tons of caffeine. We've got truck drivers who drive, you know, like the show Ice Road Truckers. Yeah. And they drive up north. So we right. have truck drivers like that here in Fairbanks because Ice Road Truckers is actually like out of our town. Like we have a lot okay. of reality TV shows yeah, right. here because um, we're really close to the Arctic Circle, like the top of Alaska. We're in the middle, but we're like the last big city we're not big city but the last big city before you go to the top of Alaska and um so we have people like that who buy this tea who like swear by we have mechanics so when I started making this tea and it started blowing up I actually had a radio show on the classic rock station which most of my listeners were construction workers truck drivers and then it just like blew up even more but everyone swears by it they're like Oh yeah, that thousand mile tea that made me cut Red Bull cold turkey. Really? Thousand mile, like my doctor told me I couldn't drink coffee anymore, so I'm here to get some sort of tea, right. I guess. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is what you want. Right, right, and right. And they'll be in town, and they're like, "You're that tea lady, right?" That's oh my gosh, your thousand mile hands down. That like saved my life. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like, maybe you should try some thousand. Yeah, right. Mile. I don't know. That probably would be like right up his alley. Yeah. yeah. The more coffee, the better. Yeah, so it has a lot of caffeine in it, but it's just tea. It's just black and white tea. And people don't realize that tea, higher quality teas, depending on, because it's an agricultural product, the time of year the tea leaf is picked or um, the stock of the plant, like the material where it's used on the plant can contain more caffeine than other seasons, like later seasons. So fruits are always the most potent, first growing shoots like that. And um, so actually our white teas have more caffeine than our black teas, but psychologically, psychologically I created it with dark, robust teas that don't get bitter. So they don't turn people off if they're not a tea drinker. Um, So it's the white teas that have more caffeine, but they're sweeter and they're like more of the expensive teas. But then I put the darker, robust flavors in there, that multi, that some sort of flavor that would remind them of like coffee you know, to give you that strength because psychology is very important on how your, your mind works. So I don't know if you knew, knew this or not, but my background is sports medicine. So I I didn't know. Yeah. I used to be an athletic trainer and I worked in physical therapy and that's kind of how I got into tea because I wasn't a tea drinker. I grew up being a coffee drinker. And, and so I put a lot of like thought into this performance tea even though it was a donation, a one-time donation, but I care very much just like you do, like, how am I going to formulate this? What are the ingredients? What is it going to do? How are people going to utilize it? Okay. They can just throw it in and go. 
and it's always fail proof. Like, okay, it's dog mushers who know nothing about tea. Like they're not gonna have like a tea time. Like on the yeah. trail, it's a race for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. It's like 40 below, wind gusting, whiteout conditions. Like no one's gonna really care about their tea. They need their tea right. to just like get them through it. Yeah. They don't want to think about it. So that's kind of how that blend, blend came about. That's pretty cool. That's a great story. So, yeah. yeah. But, um, and so back to, to you. So you use this for refocusing during your day, recharging yourself or even like at night and mm -hmm. then reconnecting with your kids. And yeah. so um, your husband's not really a tea drinker, which is totally fine, but you have this family connection, family business. You know, what is like your purpose and mission behind your company? Like, what is your why of what you do, what you do still? Because I'm sure you've been in business for a while. You've been through a lot of ups and downs. Like you mentioned to me before, you had a flood and lost we everything. Did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, um, so I would say initially my why, and which is still my why, it's still the same is to be able to provide people with a safer, cleaner, more affordable, effective product. Um, that will always be the why of my company. That's why I do what I do and why I create the products that I do. And I, I tell everybody like, I will never sell anything that I would not use on myself and my children and my husband and my friends, you know, um, and the rest of my family. I will never compromise the quality or how safe things are. Um, because that's important to me. That's well, why and it's just not worth it. Like the damage, right. the emotional, psychological damage, the bills, the financial burden, like you're investing in something so simple, but being mindful and intentional in what you're investing in, because Absolutely. it has yeah. everything to do with your world, your life, your family. Right. Right. And you know, the thing is that I can't really, um, control the things that we come into contact with, like outside of my home, right? Like, um, and we all come into contact with things that are dangerous or that are not good for us or, you know, all that, but inside my house, I can do the best that I can possibly do to provide my family and other families in the community, um, with safe products that they can buy and feel like, okay, like I'm making a good decision. Um, I'm moving away from like some of the more tra like traditional products that we've used um, to something that's a little bit safer and, and more healthy and clean. So that's, that will always be the why. I will say that as we've gone through some different like challenges and obstacles, one being the flood that we had in 2018, there was a flash flood that came through the town and completely destroyed our store in literally 15 minutes. Our store had um, nine feet of water in it, like My rushing thing. through like an ocean and everything was destroyed, gone. It looked like um, you put a bomb in the store and the bomb went off. I mean, um, it was, it was horrific. And so we literally lost everything and we had to kind of start over. Um, a huge part of me wanted to just like, I don't know, crawl into like a hole and just say like, okay, forget it. Like I, I'm done. Like, this is a lot for me to handle. And, but then I have to remember that I have three girls that are watching me and seeing how I react to things. And that's really important to me. I want them to know that challenging things happen in life. And sometimes things aren't always easy. Um, 
sometimes we're throwing curveballs and things that we don't expect or don't necessarily want to happen to us, but they do. And so we have to like adapt and we have to adjust and we have to be resilient and rise up above it and, and move on. So we just literally started, we just went back into our workshop and started making products like as quickly as we could. And we, I signed up for every event and fair and anything I could find farmer's market, like everything I could find just to be able to like put my products out and make some money because that's all I had at the time. So you leaned in even harder when there was adversity. You're like, either this is gone completely or we're doing this and we're doing this all the way. Well, you know, I felt like I've come way too far to just stop and not go any further. Right. Like that's not to me, like that wasn't an option. So the only option is like, okay, how am I going to make this work? Like not working is not an option. So, you know, giving up is not an option. So how, how can I make this work? And I just did what I know how to do and that's make products and sell them. So literally we, I just, you know, every single weekend we were here and there and here and there, just trying to get our products out to people. Um, and, you know, trying to get exposure and share our name. And we made, you know, we, we donated because the whole town was swept away. So it was not just us. And, and although it was devastating, there are people who lost things far worse than I lost, you know, there, there were, you know, a a life was lost in the flood and, um, people literally lost their homes and their cars. And, you know, and so for me, I lost a lot, but it could have been a lot worse. And so I was one of the fortunate ones who only lost a, a portion of my business. You know, um, I didn't lose my personal things. I didn't lose like, you know, my memories for my whole life. So we did what we could to like donate and give back to the community. And, um, you know, because that's just, I just kept thinking like, what can I do? Like, what, how can I, how can I make this work? How can I make it better? How can I make a difference? So I just wanted to do that. And I know that, you know, as a mom and a teacher, um, and an entrepreneur, I want to, um, I want to show people that, you know, like I said, things aren't always easy, but you just have to find a way around. You have to find a way through. And, um, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's hard. It was really hard. It was one of the hardest things I've ever gone through in my life, but we came out on the other side. And of course, you know, it's kind of cliche to say, you know, you're, we're stronger, we're stronger on the other side, but I think it's true. And, um, I'm, I, I want my girls to learn that lesson, you know, that, that you just have to keep moving forward. You know, you have to keep pushing through. You have to work hard. You have to um, just be resilient and rise above, you know, the adversity that happens in life. So. Yeah. um, I was listening to somebody like a podcast or something recently saying like, what else are you going to do? Like either you're going to just fail or just no one's going to benefit from you not succeeding. That's what I heard. No one is going to, benefit from you not succeeding there's right. no benefit to it either you're going to benefit other people you're mm. going to help other people you're going to help your family but doing nothing is not going to help anyone I mean the choosing right. to do nothing is is just it will stay just there yeah but you yeah. lose out on the opportunity for things to be better 
And I feel like it's also really important for like when when people struggle with mental health, which I've struggled with this a lot, and mm-hmm. the stresses that come on or whatever the triggers are um, that cause people to go back into their shells, which, you know, I, I've shared this in different places where I, I do struggle with depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have since I was probably a kid, but I didn't know it was called that, but it just got way more intense when I was in college. And the thing is when you choose to do nothing, it almost makes it worse, you know, like right. it just yeah. spirals down even worse instead of trying to climb out of it. And it is so hard. It is hard. But when you look around you, when you reconnect, right, you've got your family, you've got your daughters, your mom, your sister, you know, or your community for other people listening right now, like there are people around you who are willing to connect. You know, sometimes we feel so isolated. And this is what I, you know, tell myself when I'm in that really dark place that nobody cares. It's not true. If I literally just pick up the phone and look through my phone list, I can't say nobody on that list doesn't care about me. There's at least one person who does. More than that, I'm sure. Yeah. So, um, or even, you know, times where I had, it was like really, really dark and I literally just had to go to work just to go to work. And I was having a meltdown when I was in college. Then my supervisor was like, do you need to go home? And I was like, no, I can't go home. Like, you don't understand. It's unsafe for me to go home because of where I am right now. I just need to service the clients at the gym. Like I worked at a gym and I'm like, I just need to do laundry. I need to rent out equipment. And he was like, okay, well, I'm here for you, whatever you need. I just don't know what to do. And I said, you don't need to do anything. I just need to not be alone because that'd probably be more dangerous for me. So, um, you know, even just going to work is- something helpful but yes go ahead no I just quickly I was gonna say my two older girls um well and myself as well I I have had anxiety my whole life and my two older girls um my my middle one actually has OCD and an anxiety disorder my oldest daughter has anxiety disorder and so they have been struggling a lot in the last year has been a challenging time for everybody and I think a little bit of um it started like when we had the flood and it's kind of just like gotten worse and worse and Mm. came to a head in the last year. But, um, one of the things that we talk about is that if you do nothing, it just allows the anxiety to get worse, right? Like if you just give into it and say like, okay, I'm not going to do this or that, or I'm not going to go here and you, because it feels safer to be here. It just lets the anxiety know that, okay, well, you're, you're winning. I'm just going to stay here and do nothing. And then the anxiety can get bigger and bigger and bigger, like a bully. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, um, they have both been struggling with is, is going out to like a restaurant. Cause that's a, a social situation that has become, had become uh, challenging in terms of like their anxiety. Um, so when we went to tea on Friday, that was the first time that they had, that we've gone to tea or that we've gone out to a restaurant of any sort in probably six months. Oh, wow. Um, because they, their anxiety has been a challenge. And so we've been working and they go to therapy. And so we've been working on that and, and we've been making different goals. And so one of the goals was that we were going to go to tea because it's something that we really enjoy and we really like doing. And for them, like I said, when I, when I said to them, like, okay, we need to, we need to like move, you know, try to like take another step and, and go out to, they, 
instantly they both wanted to go to tea time because it's something they really enjoy. And so it was a big moment on Friday for us because it seems silly. Um, it's such a simple thing, but for, for my two girls that have both been struggling with anxiety and then the one also with OCD, um, it was a, it was a big step for us to take, to go to tea and everybody had a great time. And, you know, the, you could see the anxiety kind of creep in a little bit here and there, but, um, the fact that we, you know, we would just, I would kind of try to redirect it. Okay. Like what kind of tea do we want to try now? And, you know, we, uh -huh. and so it was, um, another way that like that tea has kind of been like a rescue for us, um, as well, you know, in, in like the storm of the anxiety and all of that stuff. So. Wow. Well, I'm ho hopefully, you know, our listeners have gotten some really good tidbits and I know that there'll be listeners who really relate to this, you know, especially because podcasts reached out to so many different people. We have no idea where people are, but I know everyone needs encouragement at this time. Like yeah, everything okay. that's going yeah. on in our world, we need some sort of encouragement. And I'm sure someone will relate to you and someone will relate to me. Doesn't matter if they're an entrepreneur or not. We're all humans. Right. Yeah. We all need to know that we all struggle, but we can rise together and we, we can get through this hard time. Um, and just showing love and compassion to each other. I know some people listening might be on empty, but there'll be other people, you know, other people encouraging those of us who are at a healthy point in life to be encouraging and notice the people around us. I mean, that community that tea provides is so important. That's why I started my tea house. Cause when I first started my tea company, I was just a tea instructor. Really. I was teaching at the university. I taught at a high school, but then I was like this community aspect, mostly because the conversations I'd have with my clients at the physical therapy clinic, I'm like, right. I need to have like a place where people can just yeah. get to know each other and, you know, talk over tea or something. Right. Yeah. So I thought that was so powerful. So, um, Stacey, where else can people find out about you? And then, and do you have like, you know, like a giveaway, not a giveaway, but you have like oh, a yeah. discount code. Yeah. So um, our website is bblends.com. So it's B-E-B-L-E-N-D-S, bblends.com. And so um, we're giving away, uh, we're not giving away, we're doing a 15% um, discount um, yeah. for all of the viewers and listeners. Um, and the code is T15. So if you go to bblends.com and put in T15, you get 15% off of your order. Um, you can also find us Facebook. We are um, at Be Essential. Um, so that was our original name way back in the day was be essential. So, um, at be essential on Facebook. And then, um, same thing on Instagram is, um, we're be essential on Instagram as well. So that's primarily where we are. Well, that's awesome. I kind of like the be essentials. Like that, that was the original plan. <laughs> It's a long story. We had to like change it for copywriting. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, okay. Trademarks, trademarks and stuff. So anyway, we had to go to B blends, but which was our URL anyway. Um, it, so it's all good, but yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, everyone check out Stacy and B blends online on their website, on social media. She's got some pretty informative videos on her Instagram because I don't know much about skincare. I mean, now that I'm older, I probably should pay attention to it, but I was watching a video on her Instagram on like how to use some of her products. I'm like, oh, well, that's good to know if I, you know, use this stuff, you know, I, yeah. I might, you know, it's, it's very educational and very helpful. And then you'll be able to see her, her, um, her team, her crew making yeah. amazing products, positively affecting people's lives and their families. 
And so, yeah, thank you so much for joining us on the Essence of Tea podcast and make sure to check out Stacy. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye. And just one more thing, if you enjoy learning about tea and want to take it to the next level, consider joining the University Program. It's a 12-month tea certification program with weekly live trainings, special guests, expert seminars, and a portal of hundreds of videos on tea. Go to bit.ly slash universa hyphen tea or sippingstreams.com to learn more.